Right. Episode 41. Let's grab a water. Um, this is nice. Especially <clears throat> it being number 41. That's been a lot of um, the numbers that I've been seeing lately. Which is cool. Lots of, lots of fours, lots of ones. Which is nice because... It aligns with today's pod. Don't mind me. I feel like I'm in newbie again, just getting this microphone set up. Here we go. We're good to go. <sighs> What's been happening? It's been six weeks since I did a pod. My last pod was the uh, the one explaining the trip I went on with Eben and Gus in the States, which was beautiful. Uh, if you ever want to check that podcast out that I did with them, it's um, his podcast is called The Ebb and Flow. And it was, I don't know what episode number, a couple episodes back. If you type him in on Spotify, you'll be able to find it. And it was, I think it's called Heal and Flow. Beautiful episode with those boys. And yeah, it's been six weeks since that pod. Lot's been happening. A lot's been happening. I, I, I knew I was going to come back and do a pod before the end of the year. Uh, it's been a minute, and yeah, with the podcast, it's um, I, knew, I had a feeling that I was going to do a solo soon, and yeah, they it explains why they do podcasts in seasons because showing up consistently, drop especially these type of podcasts. It's not talking about sport or anything specific it's more so about what you're sort of moving through so to do that on a consistent basis does take up a lot of energy and um my energy had to be put elsewhere and so that's exactly what that's exactly what I did um actually no I I lie I did a I can't even remember now but either the last pod or the pod before I think 39 or 40 was the one I think I've done one episode in our new house. And it's been hard. <laughs> the girls have ripped this place apart. Like They've got a headphone set there with no thing on it. And I turn it all off and, yeah, today aligns. Um, so here we are. It's Wednesday. Busy, big, big year. Sort of want to be open and transparent as possible and speak my truth, especially with this podcast today. Um, with multiple different things, I, I didn't really plan it. I just knew it'll sort of go wherever it's supposed to and just have faith and trust knowing that it'll just play out. Um, one thing I've noticed as of late is I've been very caught up in the doing, um, which has been needed. So a lot of energy has been put into G3. Um, it's been a big year in regards to G3, a lot of transitions, a lot of changes, a lot of goods. Um, but also the, what comes with that is a lot of flows as well. Like there's a lot of flow, but a lot of it's swinging the other way. And, um, yeah, it was only in a couple months back, probably during winter that we hit the lowest member count we've had since we've opened. And it was, um, something that I knew, we had to sort of 
find out what the number was, but we've just, I don't know, since we've opened, we've just sort of allowed it to just play out, and which is fine in some cases, but you have to be very open and understanding of what your actual numbers are. And yeah, I just have a lot of faith and trust, which is completely fine, but the energy wasn't there to amplify. So long story short, um, we just got real. We got with our numbers and it hurt. I remember Janae telling me, I was like, fuck. And, but it was something that I had to feel to then go, right, let's go. Let's put our finger on the pulse. And in a matter of six to eight weeks, it just flipped like tenfold. And it was just like, it just shows that in life when you can put energy into something, especially something that you love, you know, it, um, it can just grow, you know, you're, and it, uh, what is it? Attention goes, energy flows where attention goes. So we really dialed in, me and Janae made a pack and just went hard. And yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. And it's funny because, you know, it sort of kicked off as more of the business side of things, but then it got real personal for me. Um, before I was sort of training in the middle of the day, like doing the sessions, but not in sessions, just like trying to just have that me time during the day and try and just do it myself. And I just knew sessions weren't going as hard, you know, I wasn't getting pushed and stuff like that. So the second that I started jumping in the sessions, the whole game changed for me personally, um, being consistent with hit, being consistent with the other days. If I have a day off here and there, then so be it. But, um, it's funny cause I was in a bit of a lull a lull there for a couple months and it was only that there was a day there where it was a Tuesday I'll never forget it and I said to Janae I'm gonna go to hit tomorrow and she goes yeah that'd be good for you like do something uncomfortable and part of me was nervous <laughs> nervous to do one of my own sessions that I designed and it was such a beautiful thing I came in Elise was working I was like hey how are you like you know and I and I had all that stuff, that chatter sitting there and I was caught up in it. The head noise, you could call it before the session of just things that were happening in my life. And I jumped in a session, you know, seen everyone, you know, acted like a member. And within that 45 minutes, I just put all my stuff aside because I was just so heavily focused on getting through the workout. And I'll never forget finishing the session. Everyone's high-fiving, good job. That was mad good to have you do a hit session all that and then I walked out and I walked down the stairs and I just felt this feeling of like the stuff that I had sitting there wasn't that heavy and it was actually a massive light bulb moment of realizing what this business does for so many people and so many more people should feel this feeling of what it feels like to be in a G3 session around good people good energy pumping music Everyone's high-fiving and it made me realise what members get. And from that point, I've just been addicted to my own system <laughs> since, which is such a beautiful thing that, you know, for I've been doing G3 Fitness, opened in, well, G3 Fitness, the brand started in 2012. So it's sort of the only thing I've ever known. I did a couple of days as a tradie and that didn't really work. And then started at World Gym and then started G3 in 2012 with Aiden. So it's been, you know, 11 years now, nearly 12 years since we started. 
And so I don't know anything else. So in that period within business, it's very easy to just let, like, when you don't know anything else, you just do what you got to do. So allowing myself to feel what it feels like to put myself through an uncomfortable position and literally feeling like a member, it just really flipped a switch for me personally. And it really got me out of my stuff. And, um, you know, I know some of the G3 members listen to this and, and yeah, please know that if you are listening and you do train a G3, I'm talking about you. And it, and it just made me realise that, like, and I'm speaking on behalf of all the trainers, that we need those guys just as much as they need us. And, you know, it was only some of those 5 a.m. sessions where I'd be caught up in my head about to start a shift and it was like one of the boys or one of the girls would rock up and would have a chat and instantly that human connection just honestly made you feel so good being present with someone and yeah so like not only did I feel like obviously our member count dropped to the lowest point it's ever dropped so that was a pinch in itself but as in the same time I was moving through a feeling of loneliness um and it was only that the G3 sessions were some of the things that got me out of it and made me feel connected with everyone and realise that this is more than just a gym. You know, I always knew that in my mind, but I needed to feel what it felt like, you know, and, yeah, just an amazing bunch of people. So if you are listening from G3, one of the trainers or the members, I love you so much and um, I'm so grateful for you all. And that feeling come from a feeling of loneliness because, you know, this year there was some, you know, friendships that ended and some things that happened and I'm happy to be an open book today and sort of allow it to all just come through. But, you know, obviously me and Zab had a beautiful connection and, you know, had our podcast and it was we had our own office space and all that stuff. And it's funny because I'm looking out the window now and I can see his business Flowscape, um, he's absolutely killing it. He's working two houses down. Go figure. The universe works in mysterious ways. And, um, yeah, we sort of moved through something at the start of the year and, you know, without going into detail, it was things that I was sitting with that I haven't um, dealt with. And rather than being, um, being more open and having a conversation, I just really shut off you know, and shut off of and just real real cut when it when it when things sort of come through and rather than, you know, being open and having a conversation about it and sort of working it out, I was just like, yep, block up, wall up, bang. And from that point, it was funny because when we had that chat and he left and I was in the office, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what are you doing, man? And the ego was like, no, nope, this is the way it's supposed to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we, we caught up. We've ca caught up a couple of times since then, just out the front and on the phone. And if that didn't happen, two things wouldn't have happened. Zab wouldn't have taken off in his direction to be able to start a business that is absolutely thriving and put him in a real good financial position. And for me, it made me look at my own stuff. And I think in life, that's where you have to be open to looking at your own stuff rather than pointing at other people's stuff which what I was doing, it's about looking at your own stuff. And yeah, it was, it was, it was 
you know, I'm a very open and transparent person and I hope people can take some things from this is that I just called him and owned it. Like I just owned my shit, you know, and that's all we can ever do in life is when we, when we get stirred up in the chaos, it's about coming forward and just owning your stuff. And I just sent him a message a couple of months back saying, can we talk? He said, yeah, sweet spoke. And then I just owned everything that I did. I could have shown up better. I could have had a conversation about some things rather than just going straight to the, the cut um, I explained the wound that was sort of there that I sort of didn't look at until now. And if I didn't go through that stuff with Zab, I wouldn't have looked at my own stuff. So it would still sort of be stuff within me. So it actually made me unpack some deep things that obviously is my connection with G3 and how that I know nothing else in like, as in when it comes to that stuff that I feel like I've got this real big emotional attachment to the brand, which is sort of good in some senses, but also is not good in others because you really need to be to be in check when it comes to that stuff. So all in all, it was it was a positive and it was nice that we could both be open and be looking at the positives from what sort of come from it, you know, and also gratefully took the call and we had the chat and we owned our stuff and well, I owned my stuff and yeah, he brought up his stuff and we both agree that, you know, the universe works in mysterious ways that, you know, <laughs> these things just happen. And yeah, from that point, you know, the third sort of thing. So not only feeling lonely this year, but also being in a bit of a business struggle. The, th the last thing, which is funny because the universe will give it to you all in one hit, is um, financials. So from that point, I took on the space by myself. Um, that was 550 a week rent. The house was six fifty, plus we're paying mortgage seven hundred, plus gym rent, and it just like chewed and chewed and chewed away, and you know, and and feeling that was on top of the other two things of feeling lonely and disconnected from people, because you know I was telling myself all these stories, um, and also the business struggle, uh, it all just hit me at once, and it was like the most toughest period in probably four or five years to feel all that in one hit because it sort of all coincided with each other like they sort of all complemented one another so it's this one big fucking ball that I had to swallow and then the financial stuff as well um you know paying all these bills and just watching the the account just get chewed up and when business isn't going sweet with like obviously interest rates and fucking all these things going up it was like it all sort of just was like, yeah. And then, and then from that point, the victim mode kicks in. Oh, that'd be right. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, that happens to me, you know. And you, like we said, attention goes where energy flows where attention goes. So my attention was put on the problem, not the solution. And the whole, oh, that'd be right. So the universe was like, okay, cool. You're going to keep saying, oh, that'd be right. Well, then we'll give you another fucking cancellation or we'll give you another bill to pay and stuff like that. So... It was not only until I had that G3 session and said, I've got to start with me. You know, I was eating crap, you know, training here and there, but it was like I was on my phone the whole fucking time training and addicted my phone and just, you know, trying to numb myself any way, shape or possible. It was not until I did that G3 session that day with Elise that got me out of it. And I was just like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I've got to come back to me. And then from that point, once I get myself in a good energy, 
things will start shifting. And it, and it literally was the case. From that day, it's sort of like gotten better every day since, just that little bit, you know. And And not only like from a business perspective, like, you know, members come, members go, and, and I'm never, I'm, I'm, I'm very easy. Like, I'm always like, yeah, sweet, like, I get it. You know, have a break and, and then come back. If you don't, like, it's all good. You've always got room here. And that's always been the case for me. So it's always sort of worked out. But when it's not working out, you know, and it's funny because not only did G3 get me out of that slump, I just, I'll never forget looking up that afternoon and just being like, I think I went for a walk and just looking up at the river and just being like, I understand I have to go through this shit, but just please just guide me. And all I'm going to do is just have faith and trust that I'm, going through this to learn some things and from that g3 session it was only a week later that like you know the feeling of like and that's the thing of the feeling of calls i've come through and then the thought of like you know what if he doesn't answer what if he's like no nah, fuck off and blah 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 and then it's like when you can move through all those thoughts and do what feels right and speak your truth you know you automatically automatically feel liberated so that's exactly what I did. I just moved through all those noise and then did it. And then, you know, a couple months have gone by. Things have gotten so much better. Um, in that process, we also moved into the new house. Uh, had a couple of trainers go to Europe. And it was just like so much doing. And it's funny now because, and it's it's really nice because now I can see, and you can't see when you're in it. You only have to just trust and have faith that you're being shown something. It was the fact that now I see why I went through what I went through. I looked at my, when it comes to the whole relationship stuff, I looked at my relationship with G3 and knew that there was some parts in it that I had to work on, which was obviously the situation that happened from Zab. The second thing was now that I've always been grateful, but I have a deeper sense of, gratitude for g3 itself for what it does for me personally rather than just being the front runner and doing it for everyone else i'm actually doing what i do for everyone else for myself as well which is beautiful and from that point human connection made me realize that you need human connection you know i was sitting at the space by myself most days feeling lonely you know but then i'll come to work and be around everyone but just be in my own head uh and then also the business side of things and also money that, you know, I've never been ungrateful for G3 and money has sort of always been there. But now I've got a deeper sense of gratitude when it comes to money and, you know, members and, and we're grateful that everyone trains there and they trust us to guide them through and um, obviously grateful when, you know, money comes in and stuff like that. And it's, it's really nice because I don't think, I'll ever not be this deeply grateful for, you know, finance and business and stuff like that. Where before I wasn't ungrateful because I've never been that type of person, but I was just more allowing it to just be like, like just play it out, you know, and which is fine in some cases, but some cases it's like, yeah, but dude, you got to fucking hustle. Like, you know, you're not here just to fucking chill. You got to put in the work. So, that was good and actually hardened me up again when all the trainers went away and 
it was me in the driver's seat. I was like, fuck it. Because I did soften there a little bit in the sense of like, you know, work a double Monday and then you work Wednesday night and then Friday morning. Like there's a lot of time just to fucking chill and scroll and do whatever you want, you know, and I was just getting too comfortable, which did get a bit scary because then I noticed victim mode would kick in real quick when I had to do one more shift during the week. And I was like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, there's so many, I get that now when I see the, you know, oh, actually, I'm going to pause because I'm going to get to that in a second. But I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like, you got to work one more shift, bro. Like, <laughs> you're good. Like, you, you, you know, you got mates that are working eight hours in the city, but you're good. Like, you're going to be in victim mode about this. So I just knew I softened. And I knew deep down and it made me harden up again. Like, I was doing doubles most days moving houses, you know, getting out of the office space. There was like six weeks there, there was deep hustle, which made me know that I've always got it in me to go there. Um, so that was the lesson within that, which was nice. So all in all, like those three biggest things of feeling lonely, business is short, money short, like, you know, and just all the head games that came with it. But one thing I am proud of myself is that I stuck to my meditations I stuck to my practices, you know, looking up in the morning and giving gratitude, praying at night, praying, you know, speaking out to the universe in my car when I drive to work or just asking for guidance. And the universe works in the most mysterious ways. Like, <laughs> it's crazy and it's beautiful and I fucking love it. And, you know, I wasn't comfortable speaking. And that's a part of the podcasting stuff. Like, I do want to make it more of a regular basis and I know I can. You know, here I am making excuses that the girls, it's crazy hour, but I've always got time during the day to do this. So sorry about that. That was just my ego talking. But um, yeah, like I want to make it a regular basis again, get some guests in and start, you know, speaking my truth again because it is liberating for me and also I know it resonates with a lot of people. But just to that, and that's sort of what come through to do this pod was... um the relationship you have with your mind and I might title it that the relationship you have with your mind needs to be a healthy one and what I mean by that is your mind will always come up with a story no matter what you know and what it what the game is about of finding as much peace in your life as possible is allowing to watch your mind create the story you know when you're just driving in the car and this most random thought comes up about something that happened five years ago like you did not think it you're like i haven't thought about that in years and it just comes through it's like the mind will always look for a story you know and and by an example of that which i was talking about before is like you know a trainer would message me that they're sick or whatever the instant story i had was oh that'd be right i've got to cover another shift you know and if you believe that and feed it, you feed that thought, you're going to be caught up in that the whole afternoon. You're going to have, everything's going to look wrong. You know, you, you just attract that energy that will just make everything feel like you're in victim mode. And the ego, the mind, that's what I'm referring to. The ego is the mind. It's not you. It's a story. The ego will always create stories. It's a place that no matter what, it'll always 
create something to tell you. Like when you wake up in the morning, the ego will be like, you're tired, go back to bed. You know, you know in your soul what feels right. Get up and go to the gym or get up and go for a walk. And the ego going to be like, stay in bed. It's too cold. Your lower back's sore. You had a shit night's sleep. You know, do it later. The, all that noise, like the, it just runs. How are you going to get through today? You know, you got to work till 10, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what you got to do is tell it, like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to go do it. I know how I feel when I do it. Like, even this podcast, you know, I was like, I had a feeling inside my soul, do a podcast. And I was like, if stuff comes through with Zab and whatever, it comes through. And he goes like, you can't talk about that stuff. That stuff's too deep. What if he hears? Blah, blah, blah. Like, the ego will always come up with a story, you know. Then exactly when members were short, oh, that'd be right. Yeah, bro, like, you know, you might have to shut the gym down or you might, you know, how are you going to get out of this? What are you going to do? You know, and like, it's just like, it's about watching all those thoughts come through. You know, when you can sit in a place of just observing those thoughts and just watch them. Okay, cool. Yep, no worries. And they just pass. They're like clouds in the sky. They just pass. And you just let things play out, you know. And you, you've got certain things that you want to go a certain way. And the ego will be like, it's not going to happen. What if it doesn't happen like this? Should it happen like that? Why aren't they talking to me? Why isn't this happening? How can that happen? All that stuff. You just allow the voice just to go, you know. And you think it's you because it's your voice. It's in your mind. But it's not. And, you know, like even today, I've got a feeling that I'm going to go to the movies later. Cheeky Hunger Games 2.30. Extreme screen. Let's go. And I'm going to go by myself. And I've been to the movies a couple of times by myself this year. And I looked at the times and 2.30 aligns. And I was like, I'm going to go to the movies by myself. Straight away, the story goes, what if someone sees you? What if someone sees you that you're by yourself going to the movies and they tell someone? And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. It's a damn good time going to the movies by yourself. If you haven't done it, I suggest do it, especially with long movies. You've got no one there next to you judging. You've got access to just chill don't have to talk and like that's what i mean the straight away the story you know and it's always about up nine times out of ten it's about other people you know you know and when you can see the stories come up and and that's the thing it's hard because it's so quick like it wraps up so easy and you just get caught up in it and in it and in it and it's about just watching it this whole external world is this one big game, you know, and it's always your perspective of how this world looks to you, you know, and you can be in a victim mode, complaining that you've had shit night's sleeps or lower back, whatever stories you're going to tell yourself. And if you feed it and sit in it, then the universe is like, you can sit in this as long as you want, but when you're ready to come out of it, we'll be here. You know, and I caught up with a good friend, Dan Law, the other day, and we are talking about that, that I keep, I always have this visualization when I get caught up in victim mode, because I, I still do, we all do, and we always will, but it's about not allowing it to play out for as long. So rather than being victim mode for like three weeks holding on to something, these days I might hold on to it for three hours or a day or whatever, then I come out of it. 
But what I always see is like me sitting, you know, me being in victim mode, being caught up in the story and being sitting on the – I always see sitting on a park bench and the universe is like sitting next to me. And the universe is like, if you want to sit here, dude, and mope, then I'm happy to sit here with you. I don't really want to because there's a life worth living. But if you want to sit on the park bench and complain and be in victim mode and, you know, t- tell yourself all these stories – then I'm happy to sit here with you even though I don't want to. But when you're ready, let's go. Let's take action. And, you know, and then you, you argue against that. Like, no, I want to sit here. You don't understand what they did. You don't understand how I feel about it. And it's like, sweet. Well, when you're ready, let me know. I'm just going to sit here and wait for you. Then we can go take action. And then sooner or later, you start taking action. The universe is like, thank God. Let's go. You know, and... You know, so many things to be grateful for in my life. You know, obviously the girls are always on top. Family's healthy. You know, no kids are in hospital. Everyone's breathing. You know, my mum, my dad are healthy. You know, we're engaging. You know, we're doing things. Business getting busier. You know, money's obviously turning up and things are great. You know, and it's about being grateful for when they're great. And when the pendulum swings the other way, stuff comes up that you have to move through when your stuff comes up and there's a lesson to be had it's about trusting and believing in that and knowing that you will come out of this stronger you'll come out of this more knowledgeable about yourself because the reason you're here is to learn more about yourself and how you operate you know and the more you can understand how you operate the more you can come from a place of truth and acceptance you know, and love and compassion and empathy, the more that just reflects back to you, you know. And there was only yesterday I went on memories and, you know, they're good for some senses but not good for some others. And there was a photo of Indy and she's just smiling with a gelato, tub of gelato, and she's just like a three-year-old, like, and then I'll never forget we walked through the plaza after I took the photo and she's just like, I love you, Dad, and hold my hand. And, like, that to me there is everything, you know, that is that is the juice that is what fills up my cup that's what fills up my soul that's what keeps me feeling good you know and it's about loving the people that are loved by you well, that you love and love you and putting energy into that don't put energy into the instagram story don't put energy into the story you're telling yourself about that person that you might have had a run in with or like had a you know you don't like feeding that stuff thoughts about other people's thoughts gets you nowhere you know and for me personally you know it's been such a beautiful thing coming home and seeing the girls and being present and you know playing games and you know just they're just living like kids are like the biggest teachers they're just living like they're not in a thought about what happened three weeks ago they don't in a thought about what's going to happen in fucking two weeks you know they don't give a fuck they're just present and here and they're in the now you know and It's about coming back to the now as much as you can. The ego, the mind will always tell you a story that either sends you into the past or takes you into the future. Why did that happen to me? How come it didn't go like that? I wanted it to go like that. Why did they do that? Why can't they be like this? That's all the past. And the future, how is it going to play out? What's going to happen if that doesn't go my way? How are they going to react? What's going to happen there? I don't want to get hurt. 
That's the future. It's got nothing, but your body doesn't know if it's actually happening or not. That's why if you feed the ego, you feed the mind, and you start going, yeah, what, what, what? Like you're having a conversation with your mind. It's like, yeah, what is going to happen if it doesn't happen like that? And they're like, well, I don't know. How are you going to react? It's like, fuck, well, what do you reckon? Like it has to go like this. And the ego's like, yeah, it does. And you're having this conversation with yourself. Your body's in the fucking feeling of that it's actually happening. You just might be at home on the lounge watching TV, you know, and your mind's just taking into that place. And it gets you absolutely nowhere, you know, and the game is to bring yourself back to the present, have a have a good relationship with your mind, you know, and for me personally, it's my practices that keep me there. That's the core of it. I've got to get up and go to the gym, you know, and... When I get there, put my phone in my bag, I'll be present with everyone, I move my body, I get out of my head, move my body, and I go for it. You know, I meditate every day. Um, I read. I've got a beautiful new book I'm going to start after this podcast, which is about the owner of Nike and how all that come about, called Shoe Dog, I think, which I'm excited to read. Um, then from there, I'll meditate, you know, you know, making sure another thing as well, which I learned from the boys over in the States was... Eben did a podcast about this recently, is being able to surround yourself with like-minded men. And like, and that's for all the men out there. It's about building good foundational friendships with men and allowing some time around other like-minded men. You know, and, and it, it, it's really good for our energy. It's really good for being heard. You know, not only the girls hear us, but, you know, maybe they don't want to listen. I don't know, you know. Janae listens to my shit all the time, so I'm still here, so we're doing all right. But sometimes it's good to be just around men, and it's good for females to be around females. But when it's around other females, it's not, and males as well, it's not talking shit about other people. It's not fucking gaslighting. It's not, ga it's not bagging. It's not, it's about talking about your stuff, you know, and allowing someone to be present with you and vice versa, to hear about your stuff. Because when you can talk about your stuff and get it out, you feel so fucking good. Those are the type of relationships and friendships I want to have to be able to consistently come from that place of truth, you know, and, and, and like even me and Dan Law were in for a walk um, and we said we're going to start doing some pods so I might align with it next week with him, but we just went for a walk, 45 minutes, and he spoke and listened and then I listened, then I spoke, he listened and it was just such a beautiful day to, way to start the day and it's 45 minutes like in the week that just resets you you know so finding the practices that work for you your life is here to be worth lived you deserve a beautiful life now it's up to you if you want to sit on the park bench and tell yourself a story the universe will sit with you or you get the fuck off the park bench you see the story don't be in the story and you start living your life to the fullest because the energy you project reflects and the universe will always work in your favor. With that being said, episode 41 of the Mac Campbell podcast. I think this was a little bit of a tell-all. Feel nice getting it out. Um, and also as well, um, it was a beautiful feeling after you know, moving through that stuff. I was sort of still in it a little bit. I ran my um, Get Clear program and I think I had six people jump on board, which was beautiful. And 
Some of them were moving through a feeling of loneliness or they were struggling in business or they were financially struggling. And it was funny because those were the three things I literally went through. And then to jump into a program and run a program and some of the people in that program went through that. If I didn't go through that stuff, I wouldn't have been able to come from a feeling of understanding. I would have understood it mentally, but not physically in my body. So to be able to move through those feelings physically was um, a very humbling feeling and a really good feeling, obviously not through it, but after it to understand what it can actually, what it does feel like, you know, and, and who knows, it might happen again. But this time, because I have experienced it, I will know how to move through it a lot quicker, you know, and I won't sit on the park bench for that long. So with that being said, I love you all. If this does resonate, comment, let let me know what, what you feel about it. Don't ever, because this is what will happen. There we go. You'll listen to this podcast, even if I don't know you. And you'll be, and I told you to send me a message of how you felt from it. And straight away, the ego is going to say, don't send him a message. You'll look weird. How does that work? Do, do you guys even know each other? What is he going to say back? Is he going to reply? Story, 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 story. And then send the message <laughs> because it's about moving through what you feel, not what you think, you know? Feeling, I feel like it. This feels good. I felt this from it. It brought up some of my stuff, you know? So just let me know because those type of comments back to me refuel me and give me that energy to be able to do this on a regular basis so please if you listen send me a message or a voice message of what sort of come through for you um i'd love to hear it you know i love this stuff this is i'm very passionate about it and i'm excited to allow myself to get back into it obviously i don't put any pressure on myself anymore like i used to like same thing you got to put a podcast out every week people aren't going to listen your views are going to go down People aren't going to hear you talk. You've got to help everyone. How are you not going to upload a podcast? Story, 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 story. And then I still didn't do it because I was like, it doesn't feel right. Where today felt right. So have a beautiful day. Hunger Games at 2.30. Let's go. And I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.